0: Regret, like other things, can be a slippery slope. On the one hand, it's helpful to recognize our mistakes so that we can learn from them and, you know, hopefully make better choices in the future. But sometimes we can find ourselves heavily fixated on a specific choice or situation, even though it's in the past and can't be changed. We can find ourselves reliving it over and over, beating ourselves up, thinking, if only I had or had not done this or that. And the more we stay in this cycle, the more we go to a place that Jesus does not want us to go, in part because staying in that place is going to interfere with and even stunt our growth with Jesus as an empowered woman. How exactly? Well, that's what I'm going to share with you today. Let's look at three major reasons to fight back against a negative cycle of regret. Hey there amazing lady welcome back to the jesus empowered maiden podcast i'm jen murray owner of Relatescape, where i create inspire and motivate jesus-based empowerment for my sisters in faith if you're ready to dig deep into the true character of jesus and our heavenly father to learn who you really are as the daughter of the king, to break free from all the things holding you captive, both internal and external, and to learn how to love yourself in all your beloved uniqueness, you are definitely in the right place. It's time, sister, to claim your female identity, authority, and freedom in Christ like never before. As always, you can learn more and connect with me over at RelateEscape.com. You are loved you are seen, and you are meant for more. Let's dive in. Hello there, sister. So if you're listening to this episode, which you are, I want you to know right off the bat that you are not alone. Every woman has regrets. And I know from personal experience that When you're early on in your journey of Jesus-based empowerment, it can be very, very easy to get caught up in the self-blame game. And this can sometimes be helped, and I say helped in quotes, along by toxic people or relationships or when you come from an abusive childhood where you're being blamed or made to feel silly or stupid or inferior. It helps feed that cycle. Something inside of you, I know, sister, desperately wants to become a more empowered woman. But yet, we can be chained to a wall of regret. All the while believing the lie that you can't possibly move forward due to your past. Well, guess what? That is exactly where Satan wants you to be. The last thing he wants is for you to grow closer to Jesus to become more like Jesus, to understand your real value and identity in Jesus, and be empowered in Jesus. And in order to keep you from all of those things, in order to keep you from moving forward and making progress, he's going to use whatever he can, including a toxic cycle of regret. And that kind of cycle, it just can be just evil. And it's sure not from God. If you make a mistake, and that mistake is a sin, and you've repented, and you've given it to Jesus, and you've asked his forgiveness, then you're forgiven and seen as clean, right? Isaiah 1.18 says, Come now, let's settle this, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, I will make them as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, I will make them as white as wool. So you may still wish on some level that you hadn't sinned, that you had made a different choice, but you're forgiven for it. You're absolved of it. God is not holding it over your head, wanting you to spend time and energy focusing on something that is now in the past that you can't change. Satan, however, loves to get us off course. And if you're not careful, he can get you into a place where you start doubting who you are what you're worth, what you're capable of, especially with Jesus, as well as where, as well as you also start forgetting who God is, right? His character and sovereignty, how he cares for his children, all of those things. So you need to fight back. And to help you do that, I'm going to arm you with three major motivating truths, truths that are going to help widen your perspective from where it's currently kind of being, pigeon for lack of a better phrase, wind that perspective back to the bigger picture. And you'll see why and where we're going with this. So firstly, this type of regret cycle can keep you chained to the past instead of allowing you to embrace your future. This type of regret cycle can keep you chained to the past instead of embracing your future. You're a Jesus-empowered woman in training, right? You want to go from where you currently are to a stronger, more Jesus-empowered version of yourself. That means following Jesus as he takes you step-by-step onward and upward, right? Every day, every hour, you're growing in Jesus, opening yourself up to his healing, instruction, teaching, supernatural workings, the broadening of your mind in regards to who who you are and who he is. And with all of that, you're moving away from your past and towards your future. But, but in order to continually embrace that future, which includes the changes that Jesus is making in the present, you can't be focused on the past. If you're focused on the past and things you've done, even if they're things that may have even happened before you came to Christ, then you're closing yourself off to your own future. And again, I know this from personal experience. When I was in the early stages of my own journey, when I also had little to no self-esteem or confidence, I was in a toxic marriage, I would mentally beat myself up over a lot of things. Over sin I had committed or mistakes I had made because I was naive or didn't know any better, it didn't matter. I was very hard on myself and then I would just continue to stew and chew on it and weigh myself down with regret. But Jesus wanted me to move forward. He was moving me forward. He had so much more waiting for me, things that I never would have dreamed of back then. It's the same for you, I guarantee it. But in order to embrace everything that Jesus has for you, in order to to grow and blossom into the strong Jesus-empowered woman you were created to be, your focus has to be forward. It cannot be backward. Which again is why Satan loves to get us stuck in cycles where we're looking back into the past instead of keeping our eyes on Jesus, who's on the path ahead of us. Secondly, this type of regret cycle can keep you from being vulnerable and building relationships. can keep you from being vulnerable and building relationships. So here's the thing, when we're focused on a regret, we tend to be laser focused on the situation itself. So where we were, you know, the circumstances or context around the what happened, what we think we should have known or seen at the time, what we did or didn't do, things around the situation itself. The danger though isn't just in focusing on the situation or event. There's also this hidden danger, this almost silent danger of losing your sense of identity, value, and self-worth. Because as you're constantly engaging with this regret cycle, the more you're associating your identity and your value and your worth with that one situation, that one moment in time. Not to mention, you're also giving more power to your version of a memory instead of remembering God's power. For example, that God has the power to take any mistake or sin that we've made and turn it around and use it for good and weave it into that amazing tapestry of life that he's constantly creating. Or that his, he has the power to use our stories to help others. Our stories include our mistakes, our regrets, or that God has the power to forgive us and love us, no matter how badly we think we've screwed up. And the more you go down this path, which is already unhealthy in and of itself, the more you're you're also going to turn go inward because you're going to feel less worthy and less confident and less lovable. And that, in turn, is of course going to affect your relationships, old and new. And it's going to affect your relationship with Jesus as well as your human relationships, or at the very least, it's highly likely to be, be highly likely to affect your relationship with Jesus because the issue isn't who else is in the relationship, but how you're viewing yourself. So it doesn't matter if you're, we're talking about your relationship with Jesus or your relationship with other humans. If you're viewing yourself a specific way, it's going to affect all of the relationships that you have in your life. And relationships are very key, right? You're human relationships, you know, your friends, your family, your, your co-workers, your um, people that go to church with, and your relationship with Jesus most of all. Which brings me to my third motivating truth. This type of regret cycle can stunt your growth in Jesus. It can stunt your growth in Jesus. And i I know I've already touched on this from a few, you know, angles already in this episode but it bears calling out on its own because your entire growth as a christian right and christian like literally means a follower of christ your entire growth as a christian and within that as a jesus empowered woman is based or centered around your relationship with jesus that your relationship with jesus is a core component of that your walk with jesus along with you know other things like your humility you know, with, with God and your relationship with him, him, the father, and making sure you're in the word and and all of those things. Your, but your walk with Jesus is a major component in how you grow, right? Jesus is your teacher and provider and protector and friend and husband and all of the things. And as he fills these roles, he's teaching you, he's refining you, he's molding you, loving you, supporting you, cheering you on. Healing you from deep hurts and wounds, et cetera, et cetera. But if you're in a bad regret cycle, and you're looking backward on, you know, to the past versus looking forward to Jesus in front of you, if your identity, value, and sense of self-worth becomes less about who you are in Jesus or in God, and more about one event in your life causing you to go inward and be less open and vulnerable, neg- negatively affecting your relationships, then your growth in Jesus can't help but be stunted. All of the things needed for growth, looking forward, understanding your identity and worth through through God, and building your relationship with him and with the people he specifically puts in your life, all of that that needs to be there for growth can be thrown off course by a heavy mantle of regret that God is not, not in any way asking you to carry. In Matthew 11 verses 28 to 30, Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light." My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Earlier in this passage, he said, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Jesus does not want you to wear a heavy yoke of regret. Or to put it another way, he doesn't want you to be caught in a toxic regret cycle. And it doesn't matter how big or bad you think the sin or mistake was, that is not what Jesus wants for you. What he wants is for you to yoke yourself with him so that he can take that burden from you. Oftentimes on uh, the show, I, I use the um, analogy of, we, you know, I say, you know, I want you to take this issue, whatever we're talking about, or, or challenge or whatever, and just lay it at his feet. Different analogy, but it's the same meaning behind it, right? The grit that you're carrying, whatever that is, is not meant to be something that's so incredibly heavy that it crushes you. As verse 30 says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So here's what I want you to do, sister. Here's, here's some, some practical action that I, I want you to take so that I'm not just giving you these motivating truths. But I'm helping you to implement them because, again, I know from personal experience what this is like, and I want to help as much as possible to get you out of this cycle. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to take the three main points, truths, whatever you want to call them from this episode that I went over, and I I want you to take them and see them as some very hardcore motivators. Words of wisdom too, obviously, but also words that motivate you to declare starting right now in this instant that the cycle you've been in needs to stop, that it's simply not acceptable. That's the first thing I want you to do. I want you to take these three points and see them as, and and, and not even see them, but seize them as hardcore motivators and make this declaration right now that this cycle needs to stop and it's not of God and it's not acceptable secondly i want you to give it to jesus i know that might be easier said than done especially if you have been mentally chewing over or just consistently engaging with this regret again whatever it is on a very frequent basis so give yourself some grace because it's going to be it's going to be a process but i want you to give it to Jesus, whatever this regret is. So I want you to imagine yourself holding this regret in your fist as if it were a physical object and then opening your hand and handing it over to Jesus. And when you're uncurling your fist, I also want you to think about uncurling your heart or imagine uncurling your heart and mind from that regret as well give it to Jesus, place it in his control and ask for his help in letting it go. Thirdly, if there is anything or anyone who is keeping you tied to this regret, remove it or be or remove yourself from them as much as possible. I say this because it's not just us that Satan uses to get us in these types of cycles, meaning it's not just like our own uh, trip ups or, you know, ways that he gets us to latch onto these things, whatever they be, he can also use external uh, sources to help facilitate this, right? So he'll use like other people or maybe other situations. So I want you to identify those if they exist. And as much as you can, distance yourself from those things or people. Sever ties if you have to. Sometimes these things can be indicators that we've been hanging on to relationships that really aren't healthy and that just need to go. I'm not saying that that's the case for everybody in your life or that that's even going to apply to everybody listening to this episode, but I just really felt compelled to mention that. So I think it applies to some ladies who are going to be listening to this. If you have somebody in your life that is constantly bringing you back to this regret, putting it, bringing it up a conversation, putting it in your face. like just not 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 in a supportive way, but just it even as you're trying to let it go, they keep bringing it back and you're trying to give to Jesus, that can be an indicator that there's a bigger issue here and might be a relationship that it's time to let it go. So I want you to do those three things. And then rest in Jesus to help you move forward. Keep your eyes on Jesus, like we talked about. Once you do these three steps, right? First, you you declare that this cycle needs to stop and it's not acceptable. We make that declaration. Secondly, you give it to Jesus, but also give yourself some grace knowing that it's going to take some time. Because if your mind's been almost trained to be on this topic a lot, You kind of need to give yourself some grace to untrain it, right? But give this issue to Jesus and then do kind of an analysis to see if there's any situations or people in your life that are facilitating you remaining tied to this issue or this regret and do what you can to distance yourself from them. And then once you've done these things, again, like we talked about, you stop looking backwards And you turn around and you focus on Jesus and you let him help you take one step forward away from it and another step forward away from it. And you just keep looking at him and every lady who's listening, your experience and your journey is going to be different, right? So keep your eyes on Jesus and just trust that he's going to get you through those next steps. And before you know it, if you did turn around, that regret is going to seem like a small speck of dust laying somewhere on the ground, right? It's part of your past and it's so small that you won't be able to believe that it used to be like this big thing in your life. All right, sister. I hope that this episode has radically changed how you view the heavy regret that you're carrying and that it's helped you see that it's not a load that you're even being asked to carry. Nothing, absolutely nothing good is going to come from this. You are super smart lady. You've already learned from your mistake, whatever it was, just like the rest of us do. But it's time to end it here. No more heavy burden. No more, no more. Oh my gosh, can't talk. No more endless regret cycle. No more engaging with something that's only harming you in more ways than you probably realized. Jesus wants more for you and he has your back. So give it to him, and as the infamous song says, let it go. Cheers. Hey friend, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or it blessed you in some way, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. I love hearing from all of my amazing, powerful ladies. And I'm truly blessed when I get a glimpse of the incredible things God is doing in your lives. It also helps other women just like yourself find the show, allowing God to work in their lives too. Thank you so, so much. And by the way, if you want to drop me a line, you can reach me over at RelateEscape.com. Cheers.